Welcome to the High on the Hogs podcast. Hi. On the hog. We're back. Did you miss us last week? I you doubt know you did. did. Uh, yeah, you know okay. you did. Maybe you did. I don't know. You know you did. Oh, it's been a... It's if been you a, didn't, then you don't listen. It's been a wild two weeks. I feel like I've started to spread myself far too thin with all the stuff going on. I'm not getting any thinner. I am. But um, good for you. How much thinner? I don't know. I didn't weigh myself. I actually feel lied. thinner, though. Actually, lied. I've lost six pounds in the last week. You went to so. the bathroom twice. We no, no. I, I went and sweated my ass off at football games Friday and Saturday night. You saw me. I look like a look. Like I just took a so shower wet, when y'all showed up at the P.A. Robinson game. So tonight, <laughs> so on, on this week's podcast, we're going to go through the first three games of the season this year. I'm, I'm just, I'm ignoring your, your, I don't even know what you're doing. <laughs> oh. I tell you. Straight the, did that one on purpose. Let me tell you. The dude that. Who's going to catch it? Nobody. <laughs> right. The, Watch the, the show on Fridays. It's going to change <sighs> drastically this Friday. Yeah, it's going to be totally different. We have an announcement here in a minute. Yes, we um, do. It'll unlocked. be out before. Oh, man. It comes. <gasps> yeah. Yay. Yeah. Well, no. Yes. Okay. It will be out before Friday. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Without a doubt. So, um, just, just, just a pre-warning. Whoever that guy was that left the review that said we're super childish and random, that's going to be this entire podcast. Yep. Just get ready, because leave that review yeah. again, buddy. Yeah. Just be but ready. Because leave your name and we'll come talk to you. About yeah. Naturally, you're welcome to come, you come can on the come show. Hang out. You want to come on the we, show? Look, we got the hot seat behind right. us. Right. We'll put a microphone up. And you can tell us how not to be childish or random. He can wait. If he'd like to wait, he can come and we. I will cook you some barbecue, dude. Hey, he can can be the first guest in the the new studio when we get moved in. Oh, new studio. Yeah, we got a new studio. Oh, we do have a new studio. An actual studio, not a bedroom full of toys. What's a studio? We're going to have an actual recording studio here in the next couple weeks. So as soon as we get all that set up. Do it. (laughs) So we're going to need a sponsor for that. Anyone out there want to sponsor that? Or the podcast? Hey, let us know. But Lynn's marketing. Lynn's marketing is a great I plan. I talk to Brian Lynn. I do need to talk to Brian Lynn. Matter of fact, remind me when we get done. I got to call Brian. So, um, hey, call Brian him. when you get done with this. Yeah, message him at least. So, I'll message him right now. Yeah. So, big news. I'm going to go ahead and announce it because we yeah. made the announcement in our owner's chat. But we are super excited to – I say super excited. Well, I got to stop saying that. As so, a company. Yeah. So, as a company – uh, we have decided, we, we've been working on this for several months, but we've been working on a natural state sports game of the week for high school football. Yes. And the whole idea behind it is, is the fact that with the limited number of fans trying to assist in social distancing, but also allow parents to be able to see games, friends, family. So we have teamed up with... Many games are actually pretty hard for people to go to right now with that. Well, any game. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we saw this this past week with the games that we covered. And I'm not going to lie, the media pass is nice. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but so the big news is Natural State Sports Game of the Week starts this week. This Friday we have, night. Yes, this Friday night we will be live. September the 4th. From Sheridan, Arkansas. I think it's the 4th. Yes, September 4th at 7 Seven, yes, seven's kickoff. So we will be live streaming from Sheridan, Arkansas, for the the Lakeside at Sheridan football game. You'll be able to find that on our Facebook page, Natural State Sports, on our YouTube, Natural State Sports, or you can go to www.arprepfb.com, and that will link you directly in. Are you sure you have that right? Here, let me look at it. Just because... I know I'm right, but hang Speak on. Speak now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> yes. Come on, a- Steven. ARPrepFB.com. That'll be it. ARPrepFB.com. You can find that stream there. Speaking so if you're a rabbit. fan, 
Uh, do what? Speaking of random. Yeah. If you're <laughs> if you're a fan of the Lakeside Rams or the Sheridan Yellow Jackets, right? Yes. Yes. We will be streaming from Sheridan on Friday. <laughs> Come on, genius. I knew that. We only played Sheridan every year in school, so I mean, that was our big rival there for Sheridan. a while outside of Benton. Sheridan. So really excited for that news to come out, and uh, you guys will be one of the first to hear that. So uh, if you have any any friends in Sheridan, make sure you sh- you spread the word. Do we have an applause? Yeah, that probably not. I should have been. We probably should have prepared for that. Yay! Yay! Yeah, that works, right? Probably not. It's, I should have hooked that mic up. That could be our sound effect mic. So, <laughs> I have so many ideas now. <laughs> oh man! So, in the weird world of sports news and COVID and all that, we had football this past weekend. We did. did you watch the UCA game? I watched their tight end bowl that dude over <laughs> and run through the fan. That, I saw that. That's what I saw both of them. Later, yeah, that fan. He did kill that fan. The fan died. The <laughs> Those fan are died. big, too. Not, and, and that wasn't a fan fan. That was a fan, like a blowing like air fan. Big Not the fans sw- that blow air the whole time. I think they're called like a swamp cooler. Yeah. No, look, speaking of fans that blow hot air. Um, we were <laughs> so there no lie, man. This is, I don't even know. This is I tell you, this is gonna be the randomest podcast ever. Be um, fun. But so Friday night, and we'll get back to UCA game in a minute. But Friday night, Saturday night, we covered a lot of high school football. And uh, I was at the Catholic Jonesboro four different games, four games night. in one night, and then the Salt Bowl on Saturday. Freebie. Um. So the Jonesboro Catholic game. Poor Catholic man, like they apparently didn't do any kind of anything to 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 be ready physically for the game, in terms of where they wore out. Their yeah, they had so ma- yeah their conditioning was awful. They had so many players cramping up in the game, and at one point, and, and it wasn't like they were slowing the game down, you know, like Auburn does and just falling down randomly on the field, but <laughs> um, <State>. yeah. <laughs> But God. there was a time, like it was, I think it was even like between, it was oh, it was after a punt, so it was like a possession change. And uh, and the fans, the Jones, the Jones, oh. my computer's going weird. Anyway, the Jonesboro fans. Saturday was big. Yeah. yeah. This, the Jonesboro fans started booing the hurt player, <laughs> telling him to get off the field. Like there are fans, parents in the stands yes. screaming, get off the field, kid. I'm like, the kid can't walk. His calf is cramping up to his Anyway, so hamstring. Yeah, so it was it hey, was uh, the PA game. There was like second half. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was like every third or fourth play, somebody was locking up. Dude. Yeah, so I think that's maybe the, heat, the humidity was pretty rough on them too. Though. Well, but think about it; they've not had a lot of time to no, to train, work out, condition at all. I mean, you've been relying on kids to condition themselves, and I mean, we know how that works. So I don't. I mean, <laughs> somebody eat Oreos and talk to my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, outside of some of the guys that we've talked to that are committed to the University of Arkansas. Uh, if you're just an average high school athlete, you're probably not out there doing, you know, working no. as hard as some of these other you know, these other guys. And that's the difference. That are, that's the difference of why they're going to play on Saturdays, and and you're going to go to school. That's right. You know, it was funny. I was talking again, totally to different subject, but well. I was talking to my neighbor. Um, that and, one, yeah, over there, Jalen's dad. Reeks. Yeah, I was talking to Jalen's dad, and uh, he was telling me he's he donated. To, yeah, he's donated a bunch of to a bunch of uh, the equipment that they used. Missing. Yeah, he went back. Well, that's not why the car's missing, I don't think. But hey, um, I don't want your car. Yeah, but he. Uh, so they they he donated a bunch of stuff to this workout facility here in, in Sherwood, and uh, that's apparently Jalen was there four days a week working out every or every day four days a week every week they're working out here over the summer since he's been since he's been here. That's so grind mode, what that is. Yeah, and he's got his own basketball court out here too. Yeah. So. he's the only senior on that Oak Hill team. Oh, really? Big time. He's got a big opportunity this year. We're going to talk to Jalen. We'll have Jalen on the podcast 
hopefully soon. Basketball I talked to him. Yeah, once we get a little closer to basketball, he, he can come on with us. Wait for that. Yeah. So other wait news. Other news this week, uh, or I guess really today. So LSU. Um, two starters well, so far, Jamar I think. Jamar Chase yesterday. Yeah, Jamar Chase. Let me click on and this. And the other one it was Tyler Shelvin, maybe, defensive tackle. Let's see. That maybe. Sounds maybe. right. I'm almost sure of it. Let's get over here. That's, yeah, Tyler Shelvin, defensive yep. tackle. So, redshirt junior, eligible for the 2021 draft. So Probably a stud. LSU's going to – and we'll get to that game, obviously, when we get to that part of the schedule. But LSU's yeah. going to struggle a little bit this year, I think. Jamar Chase could have went – you know, top ten in my opinion last year. Yeah, uh, as a sophomore, that kid's a freak. Yeah, Jamar Chase is not not a big surprise. So I don't blame him. No, one bit, man. You go get your money. You deserve it. Yeah, without a doubt. I don't know if you deserve as much as they'll pay some of y'all later, but you deserve it. So another interesting little tidbit of news. We didn't talk about this, but I saw this story earlier. I can ad lib. Go ahead. Yes, uh, Yeah. <laughs> but so the NCAA. Has filed has already filed the trade trademark for the phrase "battle in the bubble." So, what do you think they're planning? Uh, you know, something to do with maybe a little bit of basketball. Yeah, battle in the buble. Yeah. So the plan, obviously, as they looks like they continue to you know make some plans here for the season upcoming. I don't, you know, I don't know if that'll be. I'm assuming that's going to be for the tournament more than anything. Um, is, is to have the actual March Madness tournament in a bubble situation. Um, but I thought that was interesting. I saw a pretty. It's worked well for the NBA when they've decided to play. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Mm. I'm I, just saying. Mm. That's all I'm saying. That's it. You know what? I'm gonna be honest. Y'all hang around for the rest of the show because I might do something that I normally don't do at the end of this in my rant. Because I'm over it, man. I, I don't normally try to get into politics, but when politics and sports mix like they have this week, Here we go. I'm over it. I'm over it. So anyway, back to Razorback I news. Might have a word or two myself. <laughs> Back to Razorback We're going to get out at the end of it anyway. Uh, so. That's usually how it goes. We'll so. be like, no! No, we can't talk about that. Um, part of life, homie. Oh, other huge, huge news. So, you remember when we talked to Lucas Coley on the podcast? And yeah, he was talking about that. guys that he really wanted. And, you know, there was a lineman that is already committed to Arkansas. And, Who would that be? Um you would you would say that you would you would put me on the spot. Pull his back on you, homie. <laughs> straight pull the zack on you. Would, you would put me on the spot. You know I what? Pull hey, the I'm, zack on you. I'm ready. I'm ready. How about this? Hard commits. AJ Green is not the one. AJ Green's about. not the one I'm talking about. So well, neither is J- Devon Manuel was the big offensive lineman that he wanted, we and he got. got so out of this is a small kid, six eight three hundred. Small kid. They'll put forty pounds on that dude. Yeah. So the other one is Keytron Jackson. Sure enough, stud. And let me just tell you, I kind of like how we're getting these four-star receivers and better here in the past year. Yeah. Too. So Keytron has not I committed, like it. but all sources seem to point real quickly, or over the last couple of days, have pointed real quickly to Keytron Jackson picking Arkansas. Oh, Gabe Brooks on twenty-four-seven has switched his. Uh, Mike Roach, who's a, 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 a Texas West. contributor, Nick Harrison as well, or Nick Harris. Danny West has been on it for a while. Though, yeah. So. Everybody has basically turned those picks from Texas to Arkansas. Um, that's big. Keytron Jackson, let me, he's a 6'286 pound receiver that's got all kinds of speed. The 26th best wide receiver in the country, number 150 overall, number 25 in the state of Texas. That's a pretty healthy load there. Royce and, City. And this is, this is a little bit of insight. Where's he from? Uh, 
Is it Royce City? Royce, yeah, he's at Royce City now. Yeah, Royce yeah. City, they got a pretty sweet Their stadium. stadium is awesome. You drive right by <laughs> yes. it going to Dallas, dude. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, that stadium is it really cool. It looks like cool. a college stadium on the side of the freeway. It's it does. awesome. Every one of them and do, there's though. two of them. Like, one on the left side and one on the there's on the right, right side. Just, yeah. just a bit down. But yep. Until you go down to, like, Allen or uh, where's the other one? Uh like Rockwell. West nope. side or the, no. Lake side or something, Texas. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's where uh, Clayton Kershaw played. Yeah. And there was a couple of. Uh, I know the school oh, you're talking about. Quarterback for Philadelphia that went to the, no, the Jaguars. Uh, what, Foles? Nick Foles. Yeah. yeah, Nick Foles played there too. Yeah. Well, a little insider information on Jackson. I, I received a message from someone. <laughs> I won't say who. Um, but. Old. I'll just no. It's it's about Keith Trans and Rabbit Hole. No, I got a message, and I'll just yeah. Yours was, and I'll just say that uh, I feel real good. Like these, like if I was given a crystal ball, mine would be all over Keytron Jackson right now to Arkansas too, based on the message that I received. Have it. So um, yeah, yeah. I think actually I could make it. I think they allow people on twenty four seven to make picks. But anyway, so big news there. Looking forward uh, could be. Could to that. Be could news. be. I, I think he's. I think he's gonna be. I don't think, he I think he's all. And we'll have to get him on the podcast. Oh, of course. We can get him and Lucas on at the same time. They can just we'll talk about it. We can just let them go. Lucas. Just let them talk. But who Don Henry? Right yeah, who Don Henry? Houdon. So the Hogs had their first big scrimmage of 2020. Only 120 plays with actual tackling. It's not bad. No, not at all. No so, rah-rah practice. No rah-rah practice, yeah. So it uh, looks like half the scrimmage was in a move-the-ball format, and then they worked on situational stuff for the rest of the practice. Um, situational might be a good idea for us right now. Yeah, but I think the big news of the entire practice, and I think this has been shared all over the place, Felipe Franks, four touchdown passes, two of them to Hudson Henry. That's a big receiver. That's not bad. It's a big man to receive the ball at tight end. Pittman still claims that they have he no – dis- sweet catch in one of the whole hog videos uh, earlier in the, in the season. I like the, the – Yeah. The little videos they've been doing on whole hog on yeah. YouTube. That's pretty sweet. So Pittman still claims that tight end is not uh, not settled. They've moved Blaine Tull back from the defensive side, back to tight end. So he's a redshirt freshman. They didn't, yeah. he didn't use up anything. He so played he, very spare, very, very sparingly very last plays. year. Yeah, he didn't play a whole lot at all. Obviously, he didn't play more than his four games. Uh, the other two touchdown passes went to none other than Traylon Burke and Mike Burks and Mike Woods. Um, uh, we'll probably see a lot of that this year. Yeah, huh? let me. You you mentioned this before the podcast started when we were talking about Mike so. Woods' feet. Yes. Dude, that kid's footwork has – if you follow him on Twitter, in the past few months you've seen him doing footwork drills and mm-hmm. footwork drills. With the footwork, footwork king. Drills, with the footwork king. And it definitely, definitely shows yeah. how much help that it has helped him. And he – I'm almost sure it was him. I, there was another one. He broke off on like a 10-yard uh, out basically like a 10-yard out route, and was wide open and stuck both feet in the ground and almost stopped on a dime and left nine cents change. Yeah. It was great. It's amazing. He like even the- to the right, and that ball was already there when he was turning. <laughs> it was a perfect, like, I need to get to the sticks and, and be there. Play. Yeah. He is so smooth and clean out of all of his breaks. And if uh, you were, He's we were watching that video. runner on the team. Yeah, we were watching that video a minute ago, and the move he made just to get to the ball, and then the move he made to make, what, three guys, three defenders mm-hmm. miss on one play drink. before he finally got tackled. So, I mean. The, number, the other number eight got him. Yeah. So, really, I mean, Mike Woods, I think, could be that guy that really surprises a lot of people. You know, we know what we have in Traylon Burks. You, you know what you got in, in Trey Speaking Knox. Speaking of Burks, did you see, have you seen what he weighed in at Mm-mm. for this year? 
they were talking to him. They said he, that he, like in one of the little interviews, like that Zoom thing they were doing. And they were like, yeah, he's like, I'm working on my fitness and everything and getting healthier. And he literally, they said, yeah, you're 6'3", 233 pounds. Oh, man. And he's returning kicks. He's returning punts. And he's a receiver. Yeah. At 233 pounds. Speaking of... He's re- a sophomore. Yeah. I mean, the kid could still, like, as far as his frame and everything, he said he hasn't lost a step either at that weight. That doesn't surprise me. He's a freak of an athlete, man. He, he was just like 225 last year, I yeah. thought. Well, Trey yeah. Knox is the skinnier of the two. He's a 205, 210 pound, 6'5 guy. Yeah. You know, Burks is just a meat hook. That, that this receiving core is going to be deadly, man. Well, if, if as long as the offensive line comes around, I think we'll be. Okay. <clears throat> I think I that, think that'll be just fine. I think at the addition of Luke Jones, uh, and then you know, the weight added to the guys that have already yeah. Stromberg having a season under him, and then putting on some pounds, and then you know, well, I mean, got another season with Cunningham on the on the edge too. Yeah. So, yeah, and we'll get into that a little bit too. But uh, Traylon Smith. Um, nice day for him. Had a That's touchdown run. Really excited to see him. A little, you know, real little quick filler. little guy. Um, <laughs> Five foot seven. The defense. I, I know there was a lot of reports about the defense still needing a lot of work. Um, you know, I'm interested to see what this defense looks like. I thought this defense was at times last year. I thought the defense was pretty good. Um, they they. But then between coaching, the ineptitude of the offense on the offensive side. You know, obviously they let go of the rope a lot of times in the season, and so that's it's third understandable. And yeah, third and Chavis all day long. So that's understandable. But uh, I'm curious to see just how good this defense can be. There's some pieces on this defense that are all kinds of special. If I said one name, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a name, and I just want you to give me a one-word response. Julius Coates. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's an SEC defensive lineman. He is every cool. you look at that man – Every bit of a prototypical DN. Yes. Long arms. I mean, you reach up and, and touch a basketball goal and he's six six. His arms are huge. Yeah. And he's that lean, long frame too. He's short bodied, long legged, long arm. And pretty darn quick. I watched a few of them off the end as well and some of the other scrimmages and stuff like that. All right, I got one for you. Okay. And it's one that you're not gonna know a lot about. Uh-oh. But I, I got a word for it. But I'm going to have to go with Levi Draper. Mm, man. <laughs> you can use three words. <laughs> oh, That's not one. Much needed. That's all I can pretty much put out there. Much needed. <laughs> Talent level is there for sure coming out of high school. Yeah. Uh, but I, mean, I like I kind of like where the linebacker core is going. Him and Bumper pull it's together just, is going to be, gonna a, be a mystery. Fun. That's the bad thing. I mean, if the if the recruiting talent that they got on on campus from the past couple of years uh, with Zemos and him picking up the weight, I'm excited to see what that kid can do because he was already tall and relatively fast. Yeah, and then he put on just a gobs of weight last year, and they stayed at linebacker. You got Levi Draper, you got Bumper Pool, Deion got, Edwards. You can't forget Grant Morgan or or. The other Henry, Hayden, Henry. Yep. and you got Deion Edwards as well. Who had yeah. a fumble recovery in the in the uh, in the scrimmage. Yeah, I think we're gonna be happy with Mateo Soley, uh, Zach Williams. I mean, there's there's a bunch of them. Yeah, I mean, this defense is gonna. They're I think come around. Th- they you got some other ones that did not play last year because they were injured. Uh, Marcus Miller being one of them, and I can't remember the other one. Was it Enoch Jackson that got injured? Enoch Jackson. That's who we were just looking at a minute ago on that uh, practice. That's that who ninety nine was. Yeah, that's yes. ninety nine. <laughs> 
Answer my own question. Yep, there you go. I was trying to find uh, where to go. I what was... group, if any, are you sketchiest about as far as position group? I mean, we just talked. or defense. We just talked about it. I mean, I mean, so normally Still. the offensive line would scare me the most. But with Brad Navis and Sam Pittman. Brad Navis. Brad Navis. Brad Davis, who was back at practice yes. today. Yes, he was. Um, yes. But between the – so – between the two of them, I feel comfortable on the offensive line. So, for me, the one spot that I would be most concerned with is still linebacker. I know we just talked about mm-hmm. some pieces we feel good about, but depth has been an issue at Arkansas at linebacker for years. This isn't a new depth problem. anywhere. And, well, but especially linebacker. We've not, we've not done anything on the mm-hmm. linebacker side. Every and, time we seem to get somebody, they end up stealing something from the school or something, I swear. I yeah. On a recruitment battle. That's what I want. And so – Then they go to Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. They <laughs> steal stuff. So, uh, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah. Food will get you out of it, bud. <laughs> oh man, uh, that is all the all the makings of a dumpster fire. But but yeah. so yeah, for me, linebacker. Well, we play them. Yes, we do. Linebacker does concern me the most. Still, I, I think we've got a we have a ton of talent. Not secondary. Yeah, we have a ton of talent back there. From a star yeah. level, we yeah. have a ton of talent. There's a lot yeah. of four stars back there's there. There's lots of fours. Yeah. So I mean, no fives. Lots of fours. I feel good about there's what Odom. Fours at linebacker. I mean, you yeah. think about it. You got Draper. You got yep. Bumper Pool and Zemo's were all four stars. Yep. So there, I mean, again, there's just a lot of unknown. And, well, and that the name right there has a lot of unknown, and I really want to see it. Which one's that? The one by the mouse. Oh, I know. Well, you know, we were God. told he's the best best safety I've ever recruited. Ever recruited, of course. So. Of course, I think Bielema said that Devois Whaley was the best running back he ever recruited. Man, Devois just got so misused. That's a whole I think he did story. too. He I got think so that. I, I really. I think that he. He'll play NFL ball. I think he got picked up by somebody anyway. I think it was the Browns, wasn't it? Bengals. 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 Yep. So. Yep, with Joe. Yep. So. Um, Both of them. Burrow. Yeah. So, but I would, I would, I think the secondary is going to be good. Obviously, wide receivers are going to be good. We, we finally feel good about quarterback, I think. So. At least, um, the, at least the, the starting piece for sure. Running. Uh, now, okay. Running back. Running back depth scares me. Because Rakeem Boyd has been very injury prone, he's not played. No, you you're not going to have a five seven hundred and eighty pound back. It's never down back. Yeah, so it, it doesn't happen. Well, but and then beyond that, your next Spivey. guy up is a well. You got Spivey, but then you got a guy that they just brought off the track the track team as as <laughs> well, a backup. That's super get, fast. He'll though. get that Auburn speed around the corner. <laughs> yes. <See ya>. <laughs> <laughs> so few notes. Um, Trending holiday, maybe. Yeah. Put him back at return kicks. Yeah. So a few day, notes from today. Monday's practice. Um, it, let's see. A lot of players out. I guess they had a lot of linemen out today. Yeah, just uh, a lot of linebackers out today, which is not great. Couple receivers, uh, quarterbacks. Yeah. the quarterbacks that were out were? John so. Stephen Jones. Yeah. It does stink that we are Brady, really limited Brady, on what Bradshaw. information we can get. Brady Bradshaw yeah. Too. yeah. Amante Spivey was back at practice. Brad Davis is back. Uh, Jalen Catalan was a full participant in practice That's today. That's the one I want to see. I do, too. I'm really excited. Of course, the thing, you know, he come off that ACL injury his high school year. You know, That's another thing to think about. Trey Burks, ACL injury, senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. Jalen Catalan, ACL injury, yep. senior year of high school. Trey Burks was ahead of schedule when he came back last year. I kind of want to see, like, this year I think it's going to be, you know, I expect him to have a breakout anyway, but it might just be a night and day difference. Well, uh, the big thing is the play calling, and being, and they've talked about it. 
Burks is going to hit the ball any possible way they can get it to him. They yeah, talked about this after about the scrimmage. Yeah, things. running back, wide receiver, quarter, anything. So He said he doesn't ask for it, though. If you watch the interview he yeah. had, he said he doesn't ask to be put into anything. He said, the coaches come to you with something, I'm going to do it. He well, he's said, a team player. He's going to do whatever yeah, he wants. exactly. That's always been the story with him, though, yeah. even in high school. I mean, he played everywhere in high school, which you, high school you have to. Yeah, 23 but, tackles in the state title. Yeah. <laughs> junior. So, it's like, yeah. Uh, in Wana. outrun him. Chim, yeah. Chim Weasley, he whatever. Too deep anyway. He's opted out for the 2020 season. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Eric Thomas back to linebacker. Hey, another linebacker. And then some big news was the offensive line. Oh, they had some linemen out today, but first team linemen were, uh, where'd it go? Right there. Myron Cunningham, Luke Jones at left guard. I'm excited about that one. Yes. Center, Ricky Stromberg. Come hey, on back from PA. How do you feel about that? Well, if Sam Pittman and Brad Davis feel good about it, <laughs> then I really don't have uh, Ricky Stromberg. They had several folks that they could put in that center position, even the the massive Ty Clary, which uh, I saw him taking snaps at center in one of the little scrimmages. But I'm pretty sure it wasn't first string. But if he's the best option you got, uh, and he started as a freshman, yeah, I'm I'm good with it. Well, as Stromberg, the words don't really matter. But. Stromberg is the best offensive lineman on this team, as far as from so. a technique, skill, overall. Now he's got a little more player. weight on him too. Yeah, he, he's he'll about, get more next year. Oh yeah. So I mean, Cunningham is really good. And there's a reason why he's going to be your starting left tackle. He's big. But but Stromberg is the best pure offensive lineman on this team. There, there's just the kid, and, and he's him to? and he's got such a mean streak. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah, with some weight on him, he ought to be able to throw some folks around. I would think so. I mean, I don't know is who he's the come. one that had the. Is he the one from Oklahoma that had the video yes. just murdering? The, folks. the dude he took all the way to like the wall on the yeah, sideline. Like, yeah, just, that's him. Just abusing folks every chance he yeah. gets. His yeah. dad was an Oklahoma lineman. Well, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. So, um, Limmer is a pretty big one too. Yeah, and I mean, Limmer was buddy, a big they were buddies before. Yeah. So I mean Oklahoma offensive line, they you know, they're not careful. So, but yeah, I'm I, again. I'm really with excited. That kid. Do what with that Wilkins kid? Yeah, <laughs> man, don't even get me into that one. <laughs> oh golly, I got a ring on my finger though. All right, so let's jump into this because we've started. We decided to go ahead and just start. Let me get over here to schedule. There we go. So we're winging it today. We're gonna go ahead. So we're gonna do over the next. So next week we won't have a show. So, no podcast. Enjoy your Labor Day. Uh, I know that Andy's going to go enjoy his Labor Day and, and play in drown Mississippi cr- or something. I'm going to go drown the cricket and shoot some guns. There you go. Get my redneck on. <laughs> so, for the next couple of weeks, we are gonna, we're going to preview the season. We're going to give you three games. We're going we're gonna to talk about them, and then we're going to pick those three games. So, you can't give me your pick until we get done and ask for the pick. But, we'll start... And see this. By the time we're done, we'll be able to give our our, our full schedule. Now, taking Alabama. This this is really funny. So this is so last year, and and I don't even know how we got to this point. But last year, when Zach and I did this for the season, when we when we started when we did our our this whole thing for the podcast last year, I think somehow I picked like seven wins last year, <laughs> and I think Zach picked like nine. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna do better this year. I would have been better off with that one. <laughs> I've been like four or five, maybe. Uh, yeah. So, um, all right. So let's again. I didn't expect us to lose to Western Kentucky or San Jose State. Yeah, so, no one did. Yeah. So I mean, if, and if Arkansas would have won those games, we'd still be saddled with Chad Morris at this point. So Nick Starkle did. Yeah. Dear Lord. Hey, he didn't even get to play football this year. So ah. No. Um. What is this? Yeah. I don't know. Huh. Santa, they're they're done. Their their conference is done. Mountain West or whatever. So oh, they don't even get, don't even yeah. get to play unless he can transfer somewhere else. Thanks a lot, China. So yeah. <laughs> 
So Georgia, Arkansas opens the season. We get to play Georgia. Familiar foe for Sam Pittman. The big thing um, to me in this game, the big the big piece for Georgia what is the mystery First quarterback. Game. I I can give you that one. Their quarterback I, situation. I, I would agree with quarterback and running back. Let's go. Let's get let's get down here and Jamie, get a little bit. Jamie of, Newman. Yeah. So they got two transfers. Mm-hmm. They've they've got been better off keeping Justin Fields, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you'd think, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> who's not playing so far? How funny would it be? Either. Yeah, exactly. I was say, what if he? What if he just decided he wanted to come back to Georgia? Well, yeah. I would take him to Arkansas. That ain't happening. Yeah, but so obviously we know what Georgia brings to the table. They they they're favored in the SEC East. Um, they probably should win the SEC East. I would assume. Uh, Florida team down there ain't gonna be no slouch. They're not, but I, I think Kyle I, I Trask ain't no joke. Obviously, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think the one thing that we catch here is Georgia not really being settled at quarterback. What that's going to look like because I think they're going to either what depends on which quarterback they bring in. They're going to have to mold their offense a little differently than what they normally do. Mm-hmm. You got a guy in take from state from. Well, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. They're going to get away from that with either a guy like Newman or who I can't remember the other guy's name. Um, but uh, so, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to pick Arkansas to win that game, but I, I do think that Arkansas has an opportunity you to go back to that tab. I'll show you. It's right over there on the right. Which one? Where are you at? Georgia football tab. This one. Mm-hmm. Scroll down to the right. Right there. There you JT go. Yeah, Daniels. JT Daniels. That's right. Yeah, he's a runner. So, um, so yeah. I mean, oh, wait, let's see. Here we go. But, um, so, I mean, I, obviously, we're not picking Arkansas, or I'm not. I'm not going to pick, oh, what is all this? I'm not going to pick. live sports? Yeah, good for Hulu. I'm not going to pick Arkansas to upset Georgia. Um, but. How bad is the beating is what I want to know. If you're saying you're not picking them to upset, do you think it's going to stay close? Or do you think we're going to get our doors blown off? I mean, what are you thinking? Well, I mean, so when you look at some of the stuff that's come out out of their last their 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 la- their spring, that they don't seem to be anywhere close to being settled on a quarterback. And yet they're the number four team in the country. Jamie Newman, J.T. Daniels, Carson Beck, <clears throat> Dewan Mathis, all got teams with the first team of offense, and apparently even some guy named Stetson Bennett. Th- this sounds so much like Arkansas last year trying to rotate who they wanted one, to put in there at quarterback. One B. Yeah. So John Stephen Jones, go. Yes. So it's like. There's a lot of questions. Obviously, Kirby Smart will clean these things up. There's a lot more talent there than there is at Arkansas. So, I mean. Top five in recruiting for the past how many years? Yeah. But I I do know there's been some offseason question marks at Georgia. There's been some things said. So, they were one of the teams that got actual plays in before the COVID shutdown. They did. They did, but I don't know that either one of these quarterbacks. But I don't know how much of it was going to matter. But even then, I don't think – and I could be wrong. I I don't believe either one of these quarterbacks were there, either Daniels or or Newman were there. I'm going to go with DeWan Mathis because he has one in his name. I mean, you got to win if your name is Juan. And and an apostrophe. So, looks like JT Daniels not cleared for contact yet. That's going to rule him out. That could be a problem. So, I mean, a lot of questions, obviously, for Georgia. So, I think – so, I'll go ahead and give my lovely little pick. I'm picking Georgia to win it, but I do think the game's going to be a lot closer than what people think. Has this got a line on it by chance? Let's see. Not yet. Maybe two weeks from now. There's lines out. I just – it may be on ESPN. I don't know. We'll see. But, so – I'm picking Arkansas to lose that game. I think everyone else in the world will pick Arkansas to lose that game. 
But I do think that game's a lot closer. I think that game ends up being like a 14, 10, a 10 to 17 point game. It is a home game. It's at home. I, again, I don't feel like Arkansas upsets them, but I think it's no worse than a 17 What's this loss. deal with us starting in conference? Don't we get non conference games first? <laughs> no. Sorry, COVID. So. Thanks a lot, COVID. Yeah. All right. So who you got? What's your thoughts? Well, I talked a lot. You did. I don't have to talk that much to go. Uh, them uh, folks that play over between the hedges, <laughs> they might do a little bit of damage to the old pigs. I, I agree with you. Uh, I'm. I don't think it'll be as bad. At the same time, it could be a pretty close game. Uh, as I think conditioning will play a lot of factors in it. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be hot, obviously. It's still September 26th, but I mean. I think so. Although next week looks amazing. Yeah. That's opening week of bow season, by the way. I might have to get my redneck on. Uh-oh. So, so who are you picking? I told you. I'm picking, picking Georgia. Georgia. Hey, look where I put the little arrow, the little finger first, cross up there. Look at that. West. We first in the West. <laughs> and you won a damn game in two years. Uh, that's right. So 0-1, Arkansas's SEC losing streak continues the at like Van- 412 or whatever Vanderbilt it is. Vanderbilt of the SEC West. We're the Vanderbilt of the oh, SEC God. at this point. Oh, we're oh you're taking stuff out. That's it. Get out of the way. All right, so 0-1. 0-1 now, to start the season. Now we get to game two. Mississippi State. The Mississippi State. Wade Davis Stadium. I'm going to let you go first on this one. Well, it's like this. It's like this and like that. Mike Leach has taken over a program that's usually bigger than what he normally does. He has a quarterback from Stanford that is a sure enough stood. K.J. But, Costello. But he has a, a stud running back. There's a but. But it is a completely different offensive scheme altogether than what anything at Mississippi State has probably ever run before. And I will take Arkansas to be one and one and to win their first conference game in almost three years. Okay. You've heard it. Bold bold prediction. I'm taking it. Andy's got Arkansas one and one. Through two games. Dude, their wide receiver's name is Powers Warren. That's great. He's probably somewhere in Mississippi. That's fantastic. Kylan Hill is no joke, but I think uh, I think we can play with him. Yeah, so uh, these ads are ridiculous. There we go. I put that on everything. All right, so here's my thoughts on Mississippi State. We've talked about them a few times. I don't like Mississippi State this year. I don't think Mississippi State is going to be worth a crap this year. I know they seem to have our number at times. Yes, they do. Um, they've blown us out a few times. Yes, they do. But I want you to keep in mind. They've cheated, too. That No. They held. The, the times that those blowouts have happened, a lot of times we catch Mississippi State towards the end of the year. And they are rolling. Well, not only are they rolling, even in the years that they haven't been rolling, what's Arkansas been doing towards the end of the year over the yeah, last three or four quitting. years? It's been terrible. They've been letting go of the rope and quitting. Nobody cares. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you get a you get a Mississippi State team that may or may not be that good, but you get an Arkansas team that's just terrible, and they let go of the rope. Yep. So, I'm not surprised that Mississippi State has had such success against Arkansas. Their skull kicked in. And so, to me. They are in Stank Vegas, though. It is in Stank Vegas. But, again, it's not going to matter. You're going to have what? 13 people. 10,000 fans there, maybe? Cowbells will not be that loud. Yeah, so, I mean, when you start thinking about the schedule, you start thinking about where the games are played, I'm not really even putting a lot of stock into that because it doesn't matter. Where I'm at is, like you said, Mississippi State's got a lot of work to do. 
a lot of work to do on the offensive side. Yeah, they've not had any. And and on top of that, you know, they brought Leach in late. Like they got they, you know, that whole situation happened way after all this other stuff happened. So it wasn't like you know Leach has just been been there coming in December. Yeah. So I mean, a lot of it it was right before signing day. It was right I before signing. It was day. after signing day. Oh, because, it was because they got their whole class. They, You're right. They had their whole class, and then they dumped, and then they, some of the people were like, "Well, do they get out of this?" Yeah, because they, you're right. Because I thought it was like a week, a week after signing day, they got rid of Joe Moorhead. Yeah, I think it's Joe. Yeah, it's Joe you're Moorhead. right. So I mean, so to me, Mississippi State's in that position where there, I think Arkansas. If you look at just the SEC as a whole, especially on the West. I think Arkansas and Mississippi State will be battling for that bottom spot in the SEC West, and I'm with you. I think Arkansas wins this game. I think Arkansas goes to start Vegas. There's one other team that will be battling at the bottom. And no, I don't disagree, but I think Mississippi State is more likely to be down there with Arkansas. And, and, and so – What old piss. Well, we get there. We'll get there next week. So, we got to wait for them. Just saying. But I, I, I think Mississippi State – Mississippi State's going to struggle mightily this year. And um, – I think you're right. And there'll be moments. The the one question. Line, Shut up and give us your pick. The, I gave you the pick. I didn't said Arkansas picks. It's the win. All right. So one and one after two weeks. Oh God, here we go. And then ten, ten, twenty. We get to go to the burn to get a war eagle. The plains. Whatever they are, plainsmen. Alabama plains of Alabama. Uh, whatever Auburn is, they can't figure anything out. Now they got a court. Now they got a coordinator that's got Jordan three and a half percent of the offense installed. Jordan Harris should have hired Pat Nix. They got six. Jordan Harris Stadium. They got sixteen players out with COVID right now, or players and staff and coaches. So rumor over the week. Well, I say rumor. It really wasn't rumor. Somebody made a a fake Brandon Marcello account and tweeted out that Gus Malzon had COVID. I saw that. <laughs> and so, um, so Marcelo had to come out and obviously make people realize that wasn't the blue check Marcelo. And um, that that's not true. Although there are several, apparently several players that have tested positive for COVID at Auburn. So that should also. So they have a sniffly nose. Yeah. So that should also limit. Um, <laughs> that should also limit the amount of install that Chad Morris has on the offense. Yep. Um, I mean, maybe Who they'll knows? get to 3.8% maybe, by maybe a kickoff. Maybe has it. Yeah, Bowden. Anyway. So, I'm I'm not personally sold on Bo Nix. Stay hydrated. I'm not sold on what Chad Morris can do there offensively. Mm-hmm. And I'm obviously not sold on, on Gus Malzahn. And, and side note, just quick, a little rabbit hole. Have you watched? Have you watched the identity theft of Mitch Mustaine yet? No. So I know it's been out on on Amazon Prime, maybe even Netflix for a while. I didn't know there was such a thing. Watch it. It's good stuff. Really? It's it. Yeah. It's it's pretty poorly produced. I mean, it's obviously like a like an indie film, and and so it's fairly badly produced. But it's an interesting insight into that time frame at Arkansas. And more so the fact that I didn't realize this, but you know Gus Malzahn created this we culture. Have the Gus bus and the must bus at the same time. Oh God, no! <laughs> so <laughs> Gus Malzahn kids. had always created this culture within the programs that he coached at, and in this time frame, there was a big talk about how he close he was with the players from Springdale. That when the Springdale Five came and all of that stuff happened. It was interesting to me, and this is why I wanted to rabble hole off on it a little bit, and I think it may explain a lot of why Auburn struggles so much. 
it doesn't seem that what Malzon portrays himself as is how he's actually received by the players. And, and, and it's almost like he throws out a lot of fake love, a lot of, a lot of fake, kind of like Chad Morris has been rumored to do how he, when he came here, he threw a lot of stuff, you know, he, he talked a big raw, raw game, but when it came down to substance, he was nothing. Well, I thought it was interesting when they talked to Mustaine in that interview when they were they were talking to him, and he said that since the whole blow up happened, he's not talked to he's not talked to Malzahn. That's a long time. This is a coach that you were. I mean, and if you watch the if you watch the movie or the documentary about it, it's interesting when they talk about how they did Bible studies together as a team, like how close they were yeah. before they came to Arkansas. And then once they got to Arkansas, the fracture happened because of the nut players versus the, the Malzahn, the, 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 the Springdale five and all the recruiting class that came in from that year. Ben Cleveland. Yeah, Ben Cleveland. So <laughs> did you, he, did you see my post in the, in the group chat that day that I watched yes. it? <laughs> yes, I did. So anyway, so anyway, back on point. So to me, greatest tight end ever. Yes. So to me, that gives me some pause. I know Auburn has beat the absolute living dog mess out of Arkansas the last few years. You know what Auburn doesn't have this year that they've had in the past couple of years? An absolutely dominant defensive line. Yeah. At least not that they we know lost about right now. Three or four their four. starters, mm-hmm. and I think three of them were drafted. Top two rounds, if yeah. not the first round. Yeah. They're, they were a monster on those front four. And that stops a lot. It does. Especially on a team that does not have a working offensive line or quarterback. Yeah. it's. I, I agree. Turn down Rakeem Boyd, you win. Yeah. I, so, Auburn is a very mysterious team to me this year. And they're this, they're this way every year. They're going to come into the, end of the season super overhyped. They're going to struggle early. They're going to get better. They're going to beat Alabama. Uh, and, and maybe that doesn't happen this year, but I'm just saying that's uh, that's how it feels like Auburn season goes every year. Somehow they get to nine wins because they they jack around at the beginning of the year. They lose some stupid games. They they scare everybody. Go, beat Oregon. Gus Malzahn is on the hot seat by week five, and then suddenly they reel off three or four wins. They get to that nine win. Steamroll on, folks. Yeah. And then they beat Alabama, and every, all's right in the world of Auburn again. Beating Alabama gets you two years on your contract immediately. Well, yeah. Iron Bowl win, give him seventy-six million. <laughs> but I don't know that he can. I don't know that he can continue to live off of that. So for me, no, he don't got. It. His leash is getting shorter by the year. I can promise you. Oh yeah, and if they struggle this year, if this team wins seven, eight he games might. again this year, I don't know that he lasts after this season. I think no, Chad Morris will be fired. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I, like even Brandon Marcello said it. I think co- you can go coach high school football. Sir. Well, Marcello said it. I think you know he said the, the point. You know, Gus is kind of out of scapegoats at this point. It's yeah. either Gus figured it out or Gus is gone. So. Um, so for me, yeah, I, I still pick Arkansas to lose this game, but much like the Georgia game, I think this game's a lot closer than, than what we think it's going to be. You know how bad I want to pick Arkansas in this game? <laughs> and if it was a home game, even though there's not a lot of people there, I would pick Arkansas in a heartbeat in this game. Mm. I think, I'll, actually, I might even go ahead and put it out there. And Yep, you know what? Damn it, I'm doing it. Arkansas winning this. Oh, here we go. Here we go. It's getting wild. Here's the reason. (laughs) Okay. Chad Morris. Okay. You've got kids that are out there that were recruited by him, were let down by him, were led astray by him that are still there, Mm -hmm. and they got a bone to pick with that team. You're right, and that could totally be the difference. That right there, in itself, could be enough fire in the belly of those Razorbacks to come on down to Auburn and kick a little tiger ass. Yeah. 
I'm with you. I, I think it could happen. I'm, I'm going to call it right now. Arkansas wins. It's going to be close. I don't disagree. I, Arkansas I, wins it. I think when you take all of that in, in combined. You let them in early in the season. Yep. And especially if they come off a win at Mississippi State. Yeah, because that confidence is all. Because now they know how to win. At Mississippi State and play Georgia somewhat tight, mm-hmm. that'll be all they need. Yeah. Well, they, the confidence will be at an all-time high for sure for, for this I'd Arkansas I'd really team. like to see a couple of the other ones if, if oh, Sosa was still there and had a chance to roll back. Yeah. Yeah, with, with that. And I think uh, – him and Scooter and a couple others, like I said, Cam Curl. Well, you, you I make you really have a lot of fun with that. You make a good point. Auburn's got a lot of uh, should have more talent than Arkansas, but Absolutely you make should. you make a good point because there is so much uncertainty. We all wonder what Every the, the situation is going to be with with Morris. We already know, like I said, how slow Auburn starts the season. Now there's got to be an X factor. Well, maybe that X factor is the fact that these players really want to beat Chad Morris that bad mm-hmm. that they're going to play above their head for you know, for 60 minutes and, and take care of business against an Auburn team. I'm still going to pick the loss. I'm going to go one and two. Nope, I'm going I'll let you it. play the two and I'm one. Going, I'm going with it. Maybe I change my mind when uh, that week comes around. So, so one and two, well, two and one for you. Well, i just get beat by 63. Probably so. Hope, God, I don't want that to happen again. So, <laughs> next week, well, two Look, weeks. Make you get over to him after the game and go, hey, coach, you staying hydrated? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Coach. Let's stay hydrated. Let's go, folks. coach. <laughs> oh, uh, so when we when our next episode comes out, we'll we'll cover Ole Miss, Texas A and M, and Tennessee. Tennessee. So two home games in that. You're only three games. In. So uh, their ten, their, their stadium's not a ten. That stadium was a dump, but they had a cool taco salad in the cup. Okay, this is the moment in the podcast Wet. that let me get some water. I, I'm I'm almost out of water. It's a bad thing. So you want some? No, I'm good. I'll share. I don't want to share with you. I don't want your COVID. Uh, I'm all right. Y'all can shut your radio. You can turn this off. I really don't want you to, but if you don't want to hear my my political Are we going sports a little bit rant, political I'm gonna sports? go a little bit sports political. Can I start off? Go for it. LeBron James is a mm. keep your ass on a basketball court and shut your damn mouth about police. That's all I gotta say. If yes. you ever hear this, you hear it here first. <laughs> so That's all I, want to say. I mean you summed it up, I'm done. Nope. No. no. <laughs> Okay, here's here's uh, be a poker. Yes. Okay. So I made this point the other day. I'm, I'm gonna make we're on the same page and we haven't talked about this at all. I'm make yeah, I'm make a couple points real quick. Number one. One. Number one. This came out this week today in the New York Post. I don't read all these papers, but I like to take a, a combination of information and read it all and take it all in. So I read this article actually a couple of days ago. I saw I think uh, Clay Travis shared it today. This entire thing, this entire shutdown of basketball, all the baseball games, the hockey, the WNBA, all this other bullshit that's going on right now. Over a guy in Wisconsin. Over a mm, criminal. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to I'm not going to make Will have to edit this part out. I'm going to call him a dumbass. A criminal. The dude was previous, huge previous record. He was banned from the property. He was trespassed from there for sexually assaulting that woman that there called the cops, who he had a warrant for those things. It turned off. He had, he took her keys, would not allow her to leave. So in essence, he was holding her against her will 
on the time that this happened. He took two officers to the ground, got through two taser shots, had a knife in his hand, was going... see the knife? Yes. LeBron, I watched the video he posted, and the guy pulls his pants up, and he's walking around the driver's side of the car. You can clearly see the blade in his hand. Now... I want to make another point. So you're going to shut down all of sports or, or, or basketball and, and whatever. Down. You're going to shut down all of this because of Jacob Blake. For a guy that is a a felon, a yep. criminal, mm-hmm. who committed multiple felonies before he, and while he got shot, who was trying to jump into a car with a weapon that had three the, – the narrative – the, the narrative – the narrative has been in the car, well, supposedly, but the narrative has been, oh, he was shot and killed in front of his three kids. What if the narrative would have been he got in the car and he took off and he crashed with the three kids and then maybe he stabs them while he's trying to get away because he's got a knife in the car. Well, now what are we going to do? Fire. Yes. So let's stop with this narrative of protecting and glorifying criminals and shutting down athletes. I don't want to get into the the, the, the political the side of these it. things. Apology for a second. The cop has a gun drawn on you. Just stop. And is telling you to stop. And you continue to walk away. And you open a car door with multiple officers following you and reach into the car. While you already have a weapon. While already having a weapon. After you've already assaulted both officers. Correct. Multiple times. The taser failed, by the way. Yes, twice. Twice. What do you expect them to do? Exactly. And that's my point. And I made this point with someone else the other day. Please comply. Listen to Chris Rock. Chris Rock will tell you how not to get messed up by the police. Yeah, I like some of his stuff, but it's pretty right. Yeah, he is right. And and again, I'm not I'm not going to go on this overly defensive rant of police. I know we have issues. I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to jump on the fence. I'm not going to ride the fence post here. I'm riding the fence. And, and I'm not. And that's not what I'm doing. I, I'm going to defend because I know and I've worked alongside a lot of police officers who do their their they do they they kick ass every day that they're out on the streets. This is going to be. I don't care. Edit it. No, it won't be edited. Or I'll. And so, mm, getting a little upset over here. Breathe, yeah. Steve. <laughs> and so, but I don't understand this idea of glorifying criminals and then shoving it in our face and telling us before any of the facts are out, before all of this is mm-hmm. out. What happened again? We got to shut down sports because we're not being treated fair. How are you not being treated fairly? What is happening to you currently? Forty million dollars a year. Yes, and now you and now you want to shut down the sport that pays you forty million dollars a year. The whole reason you I, make that money. I heard they kind of were going to lose twenty five to thirty yeah, percent. That's why they came back. They come back. Hey, did you hear what Patrick Beverly did? What did he do? He told the the. It's a she's a black female who's the head of the players union or whatever they're they're legal or whatever, and she was trying to explain to them how much money they were going to be losing. Patrick Beverly told her she needs to shut up. Didn't want to hear anything else about it. And when she tried to continue on and asked if she could continue, Beverly looked at her and said, "No, I pay your salary. Sit down." Yeah, it was bad, man. Like I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand. It, and this is part of the issue with having. And, and don't don't take. I, if you're listening to this, and don't take this the wrong way. I don't mean this. In a in a anyway, this has nothing to do with the color of someone's skin. This has to do with people that are completely uneducated, being given millions of dollars and given a platform, but they have no idea what the hell they're talking about. They have no idea what the hell's going on. I like what Larry Bird said. I, I guess I miss what Bird said. <laughs> Basically, shut up and play the damn game. Yeah, and and again, I'm not sitting here telling people not to use your platform for good. If you think that you have a case, I mean, then. But I don't like them glorifying the criminals. It, that's my point. You know what? You want to shut down basketball right now? Here's an idea. Shut it down for Breonna Taylor. There's somebody that got shot for absolutely no reason. 
None. I don't want to really talk about that. I'm, I'm just saying, if you want, if you want to glorify somebody, because that's kind of like a, a. I mean, that's in the same way of, you know, I hate saying it this way, but it's the same way. You know, Pat Tillman was killed by friendly fire. Right. You know, she was caught in a crossfire, basically, from what I understand, with her boyfriend shooting back. Well, no, 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 no. So she was on the other side of a wall, though, but but right? she, she was just sleeping. No, but the, the whole point was they raided the wrong house. They did a no knock warrant on the wrong house. See, I didn't know that. And when they broke into the house, the boyfriend returned fire on who they thought was breaking into their home. See, and now he's been charged, but none of the officers have been. See, that's a little dirty. Yeah. So, so again, to me, I see there again. You want to glor- educated about the situation? But, but my point is, if you want to glorify somebody, that's who should be glorified right now. That's who we should be talking like about. The one in Dallas where the girl walked into her apartment, yes. with the officer, and shot the guy, and she was the one walking into the wrong apartment. Yeah. What even her apartment? Yeah. So again, that those you want to shut down sports because you feel like, and you want people to follow your movement. That's how you do it. You know what you don't do? You don't cause riots in the streets. You don't put yourself in positions for seventeen-year-old kids to kill two people because you're chasing them down, trying to trying to beat them down and, and do things. That was great. Oh man, Sorry. that was great. I just I don't understand. <laughs> I I think we could start our own political podcast and it would go interesting but again not trying to get overly political here i'm just tired of all you know all of these sports don't have a place in politics for the most part yes but you don't you don't boycott sports for a damn criminal like you this has got to stop anyway okay i'm done done with my rant i'm over it i'm done (sighs) i feel better You got to talk. We got to have a little fun with that, right? I feel better. Uh, I feel better. Will's going to kill us. Will's going to hate it. So anyway, all right. Well, it's been a fun episode. It was exciting. We made a whole hour out of this shit. Yeah, but I think like 10 minutes of it was us just talking crap to start. So Probably. Somehow Probably. we ended up with an hour of it. We figured out we didn't have <sighs> stuff plugged up right. So. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, once again, another great week. We appreciate you guys. Listening to our randomness One week tonight. Closer to Arkansas football. We got live football coming soon. As far as from the Arkansas side of things, UCA obviously got a win in week exciting one. Exciting being at a high school game last week. You had a good time, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Hurt so, my leg, but it was good. I'm looking forward. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this Friday. Make sure again, follow us on YouTube, Natural State Sports. Follow us on Facebook, Natural State Sports. Make sure you like, share, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, go see Andy over at Big Jake's. Come buy a house for me at Century Twenty One, and. Um, I don't know. What else you got? What you got for you, Andy? You got anything good? Man, I think we've said it all. The OG show is on hiatus until high school football's over. Maybe you'll take a little break, Brett. Right you. you can be my spotter at some football games. I'll How about probably that? do that. That sounds like a great plan. I like that idea. I will be a, a, a color man. <laughs> Just got to watch my language. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Yeah, can't crap. do that. Can't do that. But, uh... Looking forward to it. Join us. Make sure you uh, you catch us on, on Natural State Sports. Set up those live notifications. Not going to want to miss these games coming up. Um, man, other than that, I don't guess I got much else. Enjoy your Labor I'm Day. I'm ready to be hound hog. There you go. That's right. <laughs> After they beat Mississippi State and Auburn, they're 2-1. You're going to be – everybody going to be high on the hog. That happens. <laughs> but you might uh, start erecting the feet of a statue at yeah. that point. Yes. He beat Chad Morris. <laughs> we win. Done. Cancel the no season. Fair. It's over. Two and one. <laughs> six, six, six rating percentage. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hit on that one, man. Yeah. Watch the show loose for enjoy, enjoy your Labor Day weekend. Be safe. Don't drink and boat. Watch out for the crazy people on Lake Hamilton. Enjoy. Watch for speed traps. Woo pig. Woo pig.